morning, it is Monday the 12th of October. I am Ben O'Leary, here for Marcus today to have a look at the week ahead with you once again. And we have a quiet opening to our Monday morning this week, with the market up 6 points or 0.1%, almost exactly what was suggested by the futures on Saturday morning, showing that not a whole lot has changed over the weekend. A few things happening on a stock level this morning though. We have BAPCOR up 3% on a solid trading update. Link Administration up 25% on an acquisition proposal from a consortium made up of Pacific Equity Partners, Carlyle Group and their affiliates. The offers come in at 520 cents per share and the stock is this morning trading at 499 cents. And on the smaller end of things, we have one of Henry's small cap holdings, 40X, up another 13% this morning, continuing momentum after seeing some serious buying last week on the back of a presentation. And another of Henry's holdings in PKS, up 3% after appointing a new CEO in Tim Kelsey. Henry's got a bit of commentary on both of those in his section of the newsletter today. And one other small cap on the move this morning is Poseidon Nickel, one that many of you may be interested in after Marcus had a chat in the boardroom with Peter Harold, the CEO. It is up 14% after a downhold EM survey extended the strike potential of their Golden Swan project. Back outside of the markets and Trump is unsurprisingly leading the headlines again this morning after tweeting that he is free from COVID-19 and now immune from the virus, which of course there has been no medical evidence to suggest that is true. And that claim has led to his tweet receiving a warning from Twitter for violating its rules about spreading misleading and potentially harmful information related to the pandemic. In separate Trump news over the weekend, he has called on Congress to immediately pass a cutback coronavirus relief bill as negotiations on the broader package remain far from productive between the two parties. And while Trump is playing down the virus over in the US, it is looking likely that there will be fresh restrictions coming into play in Europe as virus case numbers continue to climb. Italy is looking to do whatever it can to avoid another nationwide lockdown and will be reintroducing some restrictions after consistent easing over the last several weeks as new infections rose to over 5,000 in a day for the first time since March, while Germany is in a similar position with new daily cases jumping over 4,000 for the first time since April and they are considering capping gathering numbers and restricting unnecessary travel as they try to stop the virus from spiralling out of control. The UK too looks set to introduce some new measures as it becomes clear that kicking people out of pubs at 10pm just isn't quite enough to stop a pandemic. Reports suggest the next stage may look at targeted closures of bars, gyms, casinos and bookmakers in some of the areas worst affected by the virus as Boris Johnson tries to avoid another nationwide lockdown. It's quite a contrast to what we're faced with at the moment, with the Trans-Tasman bubble set to start later this week, and Scott Morrison suggesting that it could be expanded to include Pacific Island nations such as South Korea, Japan and Singapore. And it's hard to be too disappointed by 15 new cases and no deaths in Victoria yesterday, when they're talking about numbers in the thousands in many parts of the world, but the rolling average is now back at 9.9, which is above the 5 required to progress to the next stage of reopening, and it does seem unlikely that we will get the full assortment of easing that was planned for next Monday at this stage. Looking to the week ahead and the second week of AGM season, see some big names updating the market on their trading conditions and outlook. Commonwealth Bank, CSL, BHP and Telstra headline the list of virtual presentations. And alongside the AGMs, we have quarterly reports from Rio and Whitehaven Coal, as well as a whole host of miners presenting at the Diggers and Dealers Mining Forum, which is of course a virtual forum as everything is at the moment. And that starts today and wraps up on Wednesday. This week also sees the start of the third quarter earnings season over in the US. 
US. S&P 500 earnings are expected to drop by an average of 21% compared to last year's number, which will actually be an improvement on the second quarter earnings, which were down 31%, and look likely to have marked the low point in earnings for the year. The worst of the damage is expected to come from the energy sector, with a 115% drop on last year's numbers expected there, while the resilient technology sector looks set to drop just half a percent and be the best performing sector for the third quarter. Only a few companies going ex-dividend this week, with Brickworks the only large cap name on the list. You can find the full list on our website, of course. And on the economic front, it is a fairly quiet week locally. We've got jobs numbers and a speech from Philip Lowe on Thursday as the most notable events. And outside that, we have new home sales and Westpac Consumer Confidence on Wednesday and consumer inflation expectations on Thursday. Over in the US, we've got a fairly standard week with inflation numbers Tuesday, PPI numbers on Wednesday, New York Empire State Manufacturing Index, as well as import and export prices on Thursday, and retail sales and industrial production on Friday. And of course, the weekly jobless number over there has started to be watched closely as the trajectory of the US recovery remains in question. Elsewhere, China has trade numbers on Tuesday and PPI numbers on Thursday. Japan has machinery orders and PPI numbers today and industrial production on Wednesday. Europe has industrial production on Wednesday and inflation and balance of trade numbers on Friday, while jobs numbers on Tuesday are the only significant release in the UK as they focus on fighting the virus spread. Finally, on the media rounds this week, we have Henry on Ausbiz on Wednesday and Chris on Friday. Marcus and Henry sharing the duties as usual on ABC Radio 774 each day at 10.25am. Marcus's strategy podcast and piece out around midday each day. Yet another exciting buy-hold sell from Tom on Thursday. Henry's asking analysis on our Facebook stock discussion group Friday 5pm as usual and an on-the-couch podcast with the next of his very special guests on Saturday morning. And that's about it for me. Have a great week and I'll see you next Monday.